Crimson Trace announces Link, the world's first wireless laser and white light system, combining a green laser and 300 lumen light with instinctive activation for AR-type rifles. Link, smart, simple, secure. Learn more at crimsontrace.com. national voice in defense of your Second Amendment rights. Gun Talk, available on iTunes and on the free Gun Dealio smartphone app for Android and iPhone. To be on the air with Tom, call us now, 866-825-5486 or 1-TOM-TALK-GUN. Now, here's Tom. So what are you shooting this week? What'd you shoot last week? Who'd you go to the range with? Who'd you take out to the range? Give me a holler. Give me your range reports. 866-TALK-GUN. By the way, I'm Tom Gresham. I'm Gun. This show is Gun Talk. We've been on the air. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Look at the calendar. Officially, as of this show, this show right now, God, I should have started the show with this. We just completed 22 years on the airs. 22 years straight up on the air. Entering our 23rd year. As of uh, this show right now, that's pretty cool. Thank you, uh, Alan Gottlieb at the Second Amendment Foundation for saying at a party, hey, you ever thought about doing radio? To which I said, nope. To which he said, you ought to do radio. This was 22 years ago. Actually, 22 years plus about uh, six weeks, because about six weeks after our conversation, he had uh, finagled and gotten me onto the air. And look what this has done. It's ruined my life. <laughs> That's right. Like W.C. Fields, you know. It was a woman who drove me to drink. I never wrote to thank her. Oh. <laughs> 22 years on the air. Thank you, Alan. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, uh, all of the Gun Talk affiliate stations. We appreciate it. By the way, reminder. You know, we always uh, are quick to complain, but we're pretty slow to say thank you. If you enjoy hearing gun talk on your local station, drop them a note. Just go on their website. Uh, they, they have a place you can put comments and just say, hey, thanks for running gun talk. It's good to say thanks, don't you think? I love being around smart people, especially smart people who create cool things that help us all shoot better and do things better and in many cases make us safer. That pretty much describes the team of whiz kids over at Crimson Trace. They... Uh, Basically created a category, cool stuff, and they're all, they keep doing it. It's all kind of neat, gee whiz things. But the real point of it is, as we have been doing our first-person defender shows now for four years, we occasionally ask people, did you see the sites? No. I mean, they're being attacked. They're being robbed. It's an ATM robbery. It's a restaurant, you know, a fight. It's, it's this. They're getting into the shoot. Did you see the sites? No, but I saw the razor over and over again. Uh, joining me right now to talk about uh, Crimson Trace and some of the cool things they're doing and special offers for you right now, uh, Gary Killingsworth from Crimson Trace. Hey, Gary. Hey, Tom. How you doing? Well, you know what I'm talking about with this uh, first-person offender. You were uh, the uh, the good guy slash victim in one of these scenarios. <laughs> yes. Yes, I was. Never forget it. That was amazing. It, it is, uh, even though, isn't it interesting when... You're in a scenario, you know you're in a scenario, you know everybody's got their padding on, they've got the stuff. When it starts, it takes like a nanosecond, and it's no longer a game, it becomes real. That's that's for sure. 
I mean, it it happens. It, it is lightning fast, but then you replay it in your mind over and over and over really slowly. You can do it right now, can't you? I bet you can relive your oh, scenario right now in oh, your yeah. head. Oh, yeah. So that, I think about it every day. <laughs> the value of training. I mean, that, that just that's just the deal. Of course, we had to break it up. We, uh, <laughs> we had a little surprise for you. Uh, yeah, that was <laughs> that's that, uh, that, that's that's, that's part of the fun bit. of designing the scenarios. There, in the middle of it, we uh, just as the action started, we th- throw a glass of cold ice cold water on him. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, you go. What? What, 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 what? Oh, wait, wait! I'm in the middle of a gunfight. This is no. I didn't expect that. That's pretty cool. That's, well, uh, that's you guys, right. uh, Crimson Trace obviously has kind of defined defined the category. Uh, the Crimson Trace laser grips, and you got the Railmaster and the Railmaster Pro. And of course, now you got the link, which is I call it, you know, just pure freaking magic. Uh, the 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 link system on your AR, it's just I don't know how it works. I don't even know if anybody there knows how it works. But by golly, it works. <laughs> it does. Uh, I, I can tell you the uh, the engineering department knows exactly how it works. <laughs> it's, somebody it's had to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We go. I don't know. It just worked. You press, the, you pick it up. You pray, You know, grab the grip and the light laser come on, and you don't have to run any wires. And it's just man, it is slick. I mean, it really that's is right. one of the slickest things. And as far as a defensive gun setup for home defense rig, uh, personal defense with an AR, I just don't think you can beat it. No, you you can. It's it's been a it's been a really hot new product. I mean, obviously, there's uh, it takes a little bit of time and education for people to to really understand what it's for, how how it can be used, um, some of the some of the details on it. But as it's starting to to really get out there, people are they're loving it. They're understanding it. Well, I mean, basically, what you, here's what we're looking at. You're, you're probably going to need a light in a self-defense situation, especially at home, break-in, that kind of a deal. And you may benefit from having a laser because you may be in a situation where you can't use optical sights or iron sights. But if you can get the laser on something, even if you're in a weird position, you're shooting from behind a chair or a couch or a bed or something, laser on target, bullet goes to laser dot. Pretty simple concept. That's right. That's right. And you know, another another thing about it, Tom, is uh, is by allowing allowing the user to kind of control laser and light with their grip, um, mm-hmm. they can maintain light and laser discipline as well. It's based it's based on how they're how they're activating. Okay, for those who don't know, when we talk about uh, light and laser discipline. You may want to move, or you may need to move through a home. Say you got to go get your kids in another part of the the house. You want to slip in there. You don't want to call any attention to yourself. You would not want to just have this light on all the time. You can turn it off while you're moving, and then turn it on when you need to momentarily, and then move. You could light move, light move, which is a really smart way to to handle the situation anyway. Exactly. Yeah. All right, so you guys are, you've cobbled up a, a cool program. I don't know if you call it a discount, it's a promotion, but uh, basically it's a way to let more people take advantage of what you guys produce, really. That's right. So we're, uh, as, of, as of right now, um, actually began March 1st, and it's going to run through April 30th, is a mail-in rebate. Uh, so we have a $50 mail-in rebate on Crimson Trace, laser sights, tactical lights, and then a $100 mail-in rebate on Link products. 
So, okay, if it's a mail-in rebate, then people can go out and find the best deal they can find and buy sure. it and then add this on to whatever the best deal they can find is? That's absolutely right. So they can uh, they can purchase huh. either directly from us they can purchase from a preferred local dealer. They can uh, they can purchase from uh, a retailer online. It's it's entirely up to them. Okay, and then just to mail it in. You get your rebate back. Uh, Fifty bucks on most things, and hundred dollars on the uh, the link system. That is correct. So forms are available at uh, at many retailers, and uh, if the form is not available at your retailer, just simply go to the Crimson Trace website or. Uh, crimsontracerebate.com can't miss it there's a, a rebate form for download right there and that's that's everything you need there are two things that I think and I, that's a great program uh, and you know, people should take advantage of but I want to talk about two things that I think people may not know about Crimson Trace one is the Batteries for Life program that's still underway that's right that is absolutely free batteries for life you buy a Crimson Trace laser unit and you guys will send them free batteries once a year. That is correct. One of the things that uh, that is important to know is that uh, as people move and and whatnot, we do, we do ask that they register for the program. Um, and then mm-hmm. when they're ready for their batteries, just let us know, and they're on their way. Okay. Uh, we won't cool. send them out automatically, so they won't get lost okay. in the mail. But well, that's we a good thing, yeah, because people are moving. I didn't think about that, but yeah, somebody may not be there, so you just you know go back in and say, "Hey, I'm ready for my batteries. Here's the address, and you guys get them out to them." That's right. Yeah. Okay. The other thing that I would like for people to know, uh, it's one of the issues that people say, "Well, you know, I, I got a, a Railmaster. I'd like to get that. I'd like to get this, uh, but it won't fit my holster." And I say, "You yeah. know, you don't have to struggle with this." On the Crimson Trace website, you have like a gazillion holsters that you have set up for various popular handguns with your various products on them. We do, we do. There's uh, there's actually quite a quite a few options. Um, so it's zillion is we, the number actually. It's the exact number <laughs> zillion. That's yeah. That sounds <laughs> sounds right to me. So, we do we do work with uh, like Blade Tech for example uh, where we'll prepackage uh, custom Blade Tech holsters uh, with popular popular models like Laser Guard Laser Guard Pro uh, we we stock a lot of holsters on our website as well um, and then we also work with I mean just about every every holster manufacturer that there is um, we work with them very closely and we provide what's called a holster resource guide. Easy to find on our website in our, our holster section. But you can actually open that file and uh, select by model, and you can see uh, holsters that are readily available on the marketplace by, okay. I mean, yeah, just about anyone that you can think of. Okay, yeah, so don't let uh, worried about a holster stop you. Gary, I, I appreciate you guys, uh, you know, great team you have there, and this mail-in rebate is pretty cool. 50 bucks back on most things, $100 back on the link system, so congratulations. Yeah. thanks, Tom. All right, good deal. We'll see you at the NRA show, I would imagine. Yeah, you absolutely will, with bells on. There you go. All right, we'll take care. We'll talk to you later. All right, when we come back, I want to tell you about the dumbest question ever ask about a laser on a handgun and you can add in to me i'd like to know what's the dumbest thing you've ever heard anybody say about guns and shooting 
866-TALK-GUN. It's pure shooting fun for the whole family. The Smith & Wesson M&P 1522 Sport. A 22 rifle on an AR platform. The new, slim, easy-to-accessorize M&P handguard combined with Magpul M-Bus folding sights help you get shooting right out of the box. Lightweight, reliable. The M&P 1522 Sport from Smith & Wesson. Learn more at smith-wesson.com. Attacks happen every day. How will you react? See real people put into real-life criminal attack situations on First Person Defender. Discover what works and what doesn't. Kidnapping, ATM robbery, home invasion, and other attacks. Learn how to save your life and the lives of your family. Get the entire first season on DVD at ShopGunTalk.com. Get prepared. ShopGunTalk.com. When someone leaves you their gun collection, you may want a few, but what do you do with the rest? How do you sell them? Who do you call? Well, I call Johnny Dury at Dury's Guns. Whether you're selling one gun or 500, they'll tell you what it's worth and write you a check. Simple, quick, easy, fair. I trust Dury's Guns. Give them a call. Dury'sGuns.com. Built to perform in the harshest conditions, the Ruger American Pistol can take it all, from ice to dust and everything in between. The Ruger American Pistol features a short take-up trigger, Novak sights, and a recoil-reducing barrel cam with low-mass slide for reduced felt recoil, plus a modular grip system with three sizes to fit almost any hand. Check it out at Ruger.com. The Ruger American Pistol, because anything else would be un-American. I said I was going to tell you the dumbest question I've ever heard about lasers. But actually, I've got two. I've got another. We occasionally will ask manufacturers and people who are in the gun business, what's the dumbest question you ever heard? And they go, huh. Well, here's one. A laser manufacturer was talking to somebody, and they, they asked the question, now, this is a laser on a firearm, right? Okay, so stay with me here. <laughs> laser on a firearm. And the question was, are your lasers eye safe? Okay, let's 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 back up. Let's think about this. We're concerned as to whether or not the laser pointing at someone could harm their vision. We're pointing a gun at someone. I I'm just gonna tell you right now. One, if you're concerned for yourself, don't point the gun at your eye. Rule number one, two, three, four. And if it's a self-defense situation, I don't care about the bad guy who I'm pointing a gun at. The other question I got, or was passed along to us, wasn't asked of us. At one of the trade shows, guy asked a gun maker, says, I've always wondered if you if you look down the barrel and you pull the trigger, can you see the bullet coming? You just walk away. 
You just walk away, shake your head, move on. I, I got nothing. Nothing I can say. Uh, line two, Rex is with us in Billings, Montana. Hey, Rex. Yeah. What do you uh, What do you say to doctors here? What do you talk say to these people? Well, I uh, just commenting about this uh, this discussion about having uh, conversations with our medical people where they're talking mm-hmm. about whether or not we own firearms. I think that right. we're going down a slippery road when we're talking about lying to the to these people. I think that that's uh, that's not very intellectually sophisticated to me. It can lead okay, into all kinds out. of problems. Give me something well, else you know, that we can do. There's other there's other ways to, you could be more diplomatic. I think about it, and uh, right. I don't. There's a lot of people that that it's just the last thing on their agenda to lie. That that word invokes a very I, strong I, reaction in me. I, and, I understand, and I, but 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 let me back up. Okay, here's what's: if you say anything that indicates that you do have a gun. It goes on this record. This record is searchable by like 4,700 different federal agencies. Are you good with that? Okay. I'm fine with that, yeah. Yeah. You are? Yeah. And see, the thing about it is, is that, you know, it's just kind of like this guy that we can remember. What did he say? He said, I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Monica Lewinsky. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Anthony Weiner, he wrote the book on it. I don't think that we need, I don't think that it does our community, our gun community, any good to to have that as our as our uh, best approach to this situation. I think okay. that what we're would under you, enough, what would you say? Uh, we're under enough, what? Okay, well, so, I would, if, words, I asked, you, if, if I was asked the mm-hmm. question, I would say, well, you know, that's a pretty, that's a controversial subject. Uh, I really don't like to answer questions about that. I don't like to answer questions about abortion. I don't like to answer questions about illegal drugs. I don't like to answer questions about marijuana. I don't like to answer questions okay. about pedophilia. Fair. I don't like to answer Fair questions enough. about the Federal Reserve. And you're really making me <laughs> uncomfortable to talk about this. And so, um, you know, unless you're a really a close friend of mine, I really don't want to talk about these subjects. And unfortunately, gun is guns is another one. And I just think that to, to it, you know, it's just like the kid is going to be on the on the street corner in the morning in Times Square, holding up the newspaper, going extra, extra. Gun show talk talk show host tells his listening audience to lie to Marcus Welby. I mean, you've got thousands and thousands of progressives that are listening to your program, and to mm-hmm. take us down the road that you know to be like them is is just. Uh, Pretty tough for me to well, let, let, let me throw out an, uh, an on the other hand then, okay? If you have lots of progressives who are listening, uh, progressives hate the security state. The, uh, they hate the idea that conservatives, that Republicans, would tap phones, would have records on them, would have dossiers on them. So I would, I could make the argument that, in point of fact, they would say, I get it. It's not the government. It's like saying, okay, we're going to ask you if you're gay. Oh, they would have a fit. They would go crazy, as, as well they should. Nobody's business. Uh, and I could see progressives saying, you should just simply lie. It's none of your business. Now, 
Rex, look, I understand, and I don't have a problem with your approach to it. If you want to say, uh, look, that makes me uncomfortable, I'm not going to answer that question, that's fine. That's essentially what the doctors for responsible gun ownership say you should do. I'm okay with that. But I really, in this case, because it's not official, it's just intrusive, and it's none of the dead gum business, and if I want, just simply want to move on to the next question and make it go away, I just say no, and then we move on to the next one. Look, I appreciate the call, sir, and uh, but I understand where you're coming from. Let's see. Line one, Matthew's with us out of Metairie, Louisiana. Matthew, talking about this term gun porn, as to basically talking about, you know, pretty pictures of guns. What do you think? Yeah, the term actually doesn't bother me. I'm agnostic about it. Uh, I can understand there would be some people who feel that it gives the firearms community a bad rep. I'm more concerned about people who, you know, just casually mention that they're going to finish off the wounded in a uh, self-defense situation as opposed to render aid and make these statements in public. That happened to me. A couple really? of weeks ago in an academy, we were talking. I was talking with somebody looking at buying a gun, and we were talking about, you know, do you render aid or do you call the uh, ambulance? He said, no, I just uh, give him uh, another tap and uh, finish him off for sure. And I was like, oh, God, hope nobody's listening. <laughs> well, yeah, it's it's like the same guys who will in public at the barber shop or wherever start talking about uh, all of the. All the doves or the ducks or whatever over the limit that they shot. You're going really, and, and this is how people get their impression of us is because you got this Yahoo, and typically they're the loudmouths who, you know, they may not be representative, but they sure are more visible, or in this case, more audible. Would that be right? But yeah, I understand exactly what you're saying, Matthew. I I cannot kind of understand how people would say, oh, "Look, I don't like the term gun porn." You know, there's car porn, there's other kind. Basically, it's pictures of cool stuff. All right. I get it. All right. I can give that up. I don't have a problem with that. I don't know that we need to be poking the bear or having a bad image in the public. Um, probably makes me a hypocrite, you know, because I'm, I'm one way on the doctors and the question, the other on this one. I don't know. What do you think? Um, and also, when we come back, I want to talk to Hunter. I think he's got a great story about dumbest things ever said. What's the dumbest thing you ever heard somebody say about guns? 866-TALK-GUN. I'm Tom Gresham. Gun Talk encourages you to support the local sporting goods store, gun stores, ATV dealers, and other local businesses in your area who advertise on this station and Gun Talk. Only together can we protect our rights. You're listening to Washington Times Opinion Page regular contributor Tom Gresham. All right, need your help. Um, This past week... The United States House of Representatives, the Committee on Veterans Affairs, marked up and sent out, favorably reported on, H.R. 1181. Listen up. H.R. 1131. This is the Veterans Second Amendment Protection Act. We're talking about the Veterans Administration that has labeled 167,000 veterans. I think I had that number right. Yeah, 167,000 veterans as unfit for owning a gun forever in their lives because they have someone else handle their finances. I am not making this up. They are now on the prohibited list. Cannot Not only can they not buy a gun, they can't own a gun. 
Well, this would take that and reverse it. What we need is some quick calls or emails to your elected representatives, your Congress critters, if you will. Tell them to support H.R. 1181, H.R. 1181. We need to do that in the next couple of days. Appreciate your help on that one. Line four, Ben is in Knoxville, Tennessee, talking about carrying guns and mags and ammo and holsters and bows and arrows and crossbows. What, how are you carrying, Ben? What are you doing? Uh, well, I've got a pretty great holster already. I've got a, an alien gear inside the waistband um, that I like okay. a whole lot. But um, I'm, I know that you've mentioned carrying an extra mag before, and that's something that I, I definitely want to do, but I haven't really figured out a great way to do that. Uh, do you know mm-hmm. if I don't know, a kind of a good solution for that. What what kind of gun are you carrying? I've got a Taurus nine millimeter, uh PT one eleven. Okay. Very nice. Uh where are you carrying? Are you carrying like uh, small of the back behind the the point of the you know, right right on the side, kind of four o'clock position? Um or? probably probably about five o'clock. So not okay. quite small of the back. Sure. Okay, that's a good place to be. I, I like four to five. That's kind of where I am. I, the standard response is going to be, and if you do any kind of training at any kind of gunfighting school, you're going to want at least one magazine on your belt that you're going Do you shoot right-handed? Yes. Okay, the, you're going to want the magazine pouch on your left side on the belt with the magazine upside down with the bullet part of the cartridge facing forward. Notice how specific I'm being about everything? Right. There's a reason for this. When you run out of ammo or you have a malfunction or for whatever reason you need to reload that pistol, it will be in your right hand. With your left hand, it will sweep down to your magazine pouch. Your magazine is sticking out. You don't want to flap on your mag pouch. When you go to grab your magazine, everybody can do this along with me, you stick your f- left finger out like you're pointing at someone, and then your hand just goes down and grabs the magazine, and your right, your left finger, rather, your index finger, is pointing out. And when you pull the magazine out of the pouch, the tip of your left hand index finger will contact the bullet that's in the cartridge that's at the top, in this case it's upside down, so it's the bottom of the magazine. The point of that is this. Now you have indexed everything together and you drop the magazine with the thumb of your right hand. You take that uh, magazine that's in your left hand and you can index them, put them together, slap it in with your uh, palm of your hand. After you practice this about a thousand times, it comes very easily. It's the only proper place to have a magazine if you want to be able to reload quickly. I'm going to assume, Ben, that you have not been through one of these one, two, three, five-day shooting schools like Gunsight, Thunder Ranch, something like that. Am I correct? No, I have not had the opportunity yet, but I'm pretty interested in doing that. Okay. You will find that you do this, you're going to do it a couple hundred times a day at one of these classes. You're going to be reloading all the time. And what you want is to have it so ingrained in you and you practice it so much that you can do a reload while you're not thinking, while you're moving, while you're talking, while you're communicating, while you're seeking cover. 
you can actually just drop a mag, get another one in. You don't even remember having done it. Uh, for those who say, why would I carry an, an extra magazine? I have 15, 16, 18, 27 shots in my gun because your gun may go down and the magazine may be the problem and you may need to get that magazine out and throw it away and get a new fresh magazine in because people are slinging projectiles towards you. Uh, but yes, I would say look for a mag pouch, the smaller the better, that will go, and it's going to go generally on the outside of your belt. There are some that go inside, but now you're adding a pretty good bit of width to the inside of your waist, and your pants may not fit you. you already got a, a pistol on the in, inside, on the right side, and now you don't want to have that on the in, So I wear it on the outside. Uh, so I have a mag on the left side, and I have my pistol on the right side. If I'm carrying a single stack pistol, like a 1911 or something, I may well have two magazines there. If it's a double stack, I may have only one magazine because what I'm trying to get to is somewhere in the 20 to 30 round total. Totally arbitrary on my part. Absolutely does not make any sense other than I just, it's a place where I'm comfortable. So there you go. Look, I appreciate the call, sir. Thank you very much. 866 is our number here. Do you carry extra magazines? Or do you carry a a singular an extra magazine? How did you get to that point? And if you don't, tell me why. I would like to know. I mean, you just heard me talk about why I want to do it. But I would be curious as to why you either do or do not and how you do it. 866-TALK-GUN. This is Gun Talk. Laser sights enhance and maintain your accuracy in a time of crisis. Whether you're unbalanced, evading a threat, or engaging from behind cover, a laser sight aids in keeping you on target. Call 800-442-2406 or visit crimsontrace.com for a free copy of our laser training video, The Laser's Edge, and learn more about why Crimson Trace is making laser sights standard equipment. If you're like me, you don't have money to burn, but you still want to buy guns, ammo, and accessories. That's why we created Gun Delio. That's a free, yes, a free smartphone app. Just download it and start getting the deals. Could be discounts, offers of free magazines for your gun, or you could be the first to hear about new stuff from gun makers. Here's how it works. With Gundelio on your phone, you get alerts when you enter a gun store. Special deals, you know. You don't have to do a thing. It'll do a lot of other cool things, like let you watch gun videos and listen to Gun Talk podcast. Plus, check it anytime for hundreds of deals and offers. Getting more while spending less. Smart, huh? Gundelio. Made in America. Gluten-free at the App Store and Google Play or Gundelio.com. For 36 years, the U.S. Sportsmen's Alliance has been fighting to protect hunting, fishing, and trapping for sportsmen from coast to coast. Today, we are under constant attack from extremist animal rights groups who want to end your ability to hunt in the U.S. Join us to protect our sporting heritage and our way of life outdoors. To join or for more information on how you can help, go to USSportsmen.org. That's ussportsmen.org. Face it, sometimes more is better. That's the idea behind the double-stack, full-capacity pistols from Springfield Armory. 
From the groundbreaking XD to the ergonomic XDM to the latest refinements in the XD Mod 2 series, you can get subcompact, midsize, and full-size pistols in 9, 40, and 45. Carry, target, or tactical models. Fast, accurate, dependable. Don't come up short when it matters. Go full cap. Go Springfield Armory. Springfield-Armory.com I asked the question, what's the dumbest thing you ever heard anybody say or ask about guns? Uh, Hunter has called in from Mountain View, Arkansas, line three. Hunter, I gather you have one for me. What did you hear? Tom, I was on one of those liberal campuses I hear so much about in a biology class. And the professor of the class had just got back from research up in Alaska. And he said that he had seen some really big bears up there. And someone in the class asked, what he would do in case he got a little too close to a bear or had a little attack or something. Mm -hmm. And he said that he carries a 12-gauge shotgun when he does his research up there. Mm -hmm. And when he said that, there was this girl in the class who just gasped. And she said, but wouldn't that kill the bear? And he (laughs) said, I sure hope so. (laughs) oh my heavenly days um i i take it that was probably the end of the conversation pretty much she was just taken aback that someone would want to harm a bear Mm -hmm. well it's you know the thing is it's not that anybody wants to harm a bear if you're out there you know fishing or whatever but it's purely a self-defense deal uh, and look, I appreciate it. It's a great, great story. I love the thing. It's, that's terrific. Thank you, Hunter. I was um, fishing in Alaska at one of these very nice lodges. And I had a 44 Magnum Smith uh, 629, six-inch barrel, and a shoulder holster that I was wearing. And a lot of the folks there, I was living in Alaska at the time, and a lot of the folks fishing there were coming in from the East Coast. And you could tell they had that condescending snicker about, uh, yeah, you want a cowboy, you got to wear a gun, I, I, you know, all the steel. That's fine. Second day we're there, we're fishing, and somebody a little bit down the river from me had a great big brown bear walk out on him, way too close for comfort. And it was interesting. The next couple of days, I was never alone. I had people who wanted to fish close to me. Hmm. Now, nobody asked about getting their own gun. They just didn't want to be far away from the guy who had a gun. So, just you know, an observation. And, oh, yeah, we were talking earlier about uh, Tiger McKee was saying people who don't have a sling on their AR or on their long gun tend to put it down and he's known people who's actually lost their guns. Yeah, I've known people who've lost their guns doing that. Also up there we had people who would put down their rifle or shotgun they had for bear protection, start fishing, and all of a sudden they're a hundred yards downstream and there's a bear between that person and his or her firearm. Don't put it down. Sling is your holster on a long gun. 
Let's see. Um, I'm going to go to Justin on line three out of Granite City, Illinois. Got a field review or a range report kind of. What kind of holster are you talking yeah. about here? Well, it's actually not about a holster. I actually found a leather protectant that can be used for holsters. And, um, oh. You know, in, in my trade, I have uh, I usually get pretty expensive boots just for protection. I, you know, I, I wear Red Wings. And, you know, you mm-hmm. spend 250 bucks every couple of years on boots. You want to make sure that they're taken care of and try and extend the life of them. Okay. Well, I, sure. I found this, this guy on uh, on YouTube, Wrangler Star, and he's a, like a modern homesteader up in the Northwest, and he's also, he does wildland fires. And he preaches about this leather protectant stuff that he found. It's called Obanoffs. It's a beeswax and a some other oil that uh, that the honeybees actually produce to protect their hive. It's okay. antifungal, you know, it gets mold and everything, but, you know, he, um, I tried it on my holster, and, you know, because I, um, you know, I, I prefer, you know, leather holster versus kydex or whatnot, and, mm-hmm. um, you know, I mean, it, this stuff works amazing. It, uh, it's, it's a little bit thick, but it will melt to your body temperature. So, you know, it's kind of like a thick cream almost, and I, mm. you know, with my boots being untreated, I applied two uh, two different, you know, two heavy treatments. You know, barred my last hair dryer, and uh, you know, <laughs> let the thick one warm up pretty good. And mm-hmm. you know, it was by the end of the day, she was seriously, "You're still doing this." You know, I'm tired of hearing that freaking thing. Shut it off. But you know, it. <laughs> but you know, we, it, we, it definitely uh, it was worth it. I can say that. Anybody and, who's uh, ever put on snow seal on their leather boots knows exactly what you're talking about. We either put them in the oven on warm, or we use a hair dryer to melt that stuff into the leather. So I know exactly where you are. Now, this stuff, this is Obanoff. I just looked it up. It's O-B-E-N-A-U-F, apostrophe S? Yes. Okay, Obanoffs. Okay. So yes, how did it work on the, uh, on the holster and the boots? How, how's it working for you? Oh, it works very, very well. It, uh, it leaves a very, very thin film of what you, I guess, the beeswax that's left over on the surface. And it's supposed to be really good, at, you know, as far as water protection, uh, just just in general. It's a very good leather care treatment. And, um, huh. you know, it, it's I got the heavy-duty LP, and they mm-hmm. have an actual oil that you can use in between treatments. And uh, it's a little mm-hmm. bit expensive. You know, it's 15 bucks for eight ounces. But I mean, to right. get the job done, you know, I spent a you know one hundred and twenty you know or so bucks on my holster, seventy bucks right. on my belt, all that stuff. And if you're going to spend money on it, you better take care of it as well. And uh, exactly. I've been well, a firm believer in, in doing that. You know, I don't want to just have some for a couple of years and throw it away. Perfect, great range report. Uh, I like it. Open offs. Uh, that's their website. Openoffs.com. O b e n a u f s. Interesting. Yeah, I, I like leather holsters. I mean, you know, I like all of them. There's sometimes I really like the Kydex or the hybrid, but I like leather, like leather boots, or like leather uh, belts, and a good leather treatment, something that preserves it. And it makes it keeps looking good as well as taking care of it. So I like that aspect of it also. 866-TALK-GUN. If you have a range report, love to have that. I just Or just call me, Tom Talk Gun. Easy.
All right, back with you. Let's go to line one. John's in Fargo, North Dakota. What kind of magazine pouch holder do you have there, John? Afternoon, Tom. Well, I did mine the simple way after looking and looking and looking and couldn't find something I liked. I uh, went down to the local Amish saddle maker in Kentucky near my folks' house and had him custom make one. And I'll tell you, it is beautiful, and it fits like a glove, and it's all of the same great quality that a law enforcement officer would carry. Now, let me ask you, there are a lot of companies that offer really good magazine pouches. Did you look around? Could you not find anything that worked for you? That's exactly it. I could not find anything that, you know, that I liked. You know, the closest was, you know, like I think my Uncle Mike's makes a a nylon one with a flap over the top of it. And that was one of the things I wanted was actually to have a flap over the top like most law enforcement. So that you're just a little bit, you know, that just a little bit more stealthier, you know, when you're out in public. Mm -hmm. And I had them put a, 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 a clip on the back instead of a belt loop. So if I right. need to go into the courthouse or whatever, you know, I can just drop it off without mm. having to drop my drawers. Okay. Well, have a guy that knows what he's doing made one for you. That's cool. Now, I understand you also have a range report for us on uh, a pistol. Yes, sir. And, you know, the, part of the reasoning behind this was uh, I, I bought a sneaky Pete holster to carry my Ruger SR9C. And I was mm-hmm. a guy who, for the longest time, you could not convince me to carry a gun without a hammer, from, you know, from a safety standpoint. Ah, mm-hmm. And this is the first gun that I've ever had that I enjoy it. It shoots. It, it is a tech driver. And Well, I don't know if you've heard, but I, I have said before, I think the Ruger SR9C is the most underappreciated carry gun on the market. I will agree with you on that. After I first shot this, it, uh, it, it belonged to a friend of mine. He sold it to me because he didn't like it. And I loved it from the word go. I said, man, this thing is just phenomenal i mean the the level of confidence got even better <laughs> when i was carrying it around without one chambered but you know cockpit not chambered and mm-hmm. i accidentally dropped it one day it hit the concrete the trigger it, it did not you know actuate the trigger in any way and ever right. since then i've had that confidence to carry it around it, you know with one in the pipe all the time well good now you're carrying a loaded gun that's good well, yeah, before that, it was a good old trusted Smith 38, you know, and I, I hated to go yep. away from, you know, from a good old double-action revolver, but. <laughs> we, we are, aren't we funny, though, that we, we kind of stick with whatever it is that got us here in the first place, so the things we started shooting early on is what we kind of gravitate toward. I mean, I'm, I'm as guilty as anybody on, on that, and I still, you know, I love my bolt-action rifles and all the rest of it, but. Yeah, that's a great range report. I really appreciate that, John. The Ruger SR9C. Chances are you can probably find a used one somewhere. Man, that's a nice gun. The, the thing that hit me about it was how thin it was. Uh, very good trigger. They really greatly improved the trigger when they brought out the C, and then ended up putting that trigger back on the full size SR9s later on. Uh, improved those triggers, but in terms of, I mean, it's like. I don't know, I think the thing's like 1.1 inches thick, and it's a double stack. That's the crazy part. With a good trigger, and they just feel good, and I don't know. I mean, Ruger's got a lot of very nice pistols out, and everybody else has good pistols out. But for whatever reason, it just seemed to me that the SR9C never caught on as well as it could have or should have. If you're looking for a carry gun, I would offer that that's one to put in the mix. I mean, they're 
heaven knows there are a bunch of great guns out there. Um, yes, if you're carrying a pistol, carry an extra magazine. Uh, get a mag pouch. You know, I don't care. Every holster maker makes mag pouches. Get one, use one. Go take a class on how to do reloads. If you don't know how to do that, I'm just going to say you're not prepared. You're not ready. You're not competent. Train, 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 train. Shoot as much as you can. It's important. It's only your life and the life of your family.